Hello everyone, this is JD with my team, My Voice, bringing you another episode of Victory Ave, covering the Dallas Mavericks. Last night, the Mavs and the Jazz squared off in Dallas, and the Mavericks got the best of them, winning 118-68. to A 50-point victory for the Mavericks as they improved to 6-8 and on the season, including a 5-2 and record at home. The Mavericks locked down the Utah Jazz to just 22 points in the second half of play keeping just three players on the Jazz in double figures. Donovan Mitchell and Gobert each with 10, and then Ricky Rubio led the Jazz with 11 points. For the Mavericks on the other end, it was a great all-around game. The defense obviously stepping up. Rick Carlisle, Rick Carlisle said it was the best defense he's ever seen the Mavericks play. Barnes led the Mavs with 19 points. Luka Doncic contributed 13 points. And off the bench, a lot of great contributors. J.J. Barea with 14 Darian Finley-Smith with 11, and Dwight Powell had 13 points all coming off the bench. It was a great win for the Mavs. They seemed to sort of be in a good rhythm throughout the beginning. It was really their defense that picked up in the second half that got them the win, but even in the first quarter, you could see the offense was looking good. Um, Harrison Barnes with 19 points. He was knocking down three-pointers, three of five from the field. He had a couple corner threes. Actually, I think all three of his three-pointers came from the corner, two of them coming from Luka and one coming off a beautiful assist from Dennis Smith Jr. And the offense looked good. They looked really good. Everybody seemed to be really comfortable. I think now that injuries are starting to be less of a factor for the team, you got Devin Harris back, Harrison Barnes is starting to get worked in a little bit more. Um, I think you sort of see everybody clicking out here. The only guy not being able to play is Dirk, but he hasn't been able to play all season, and they've been um, figuring out a way to play without him, and they, they look good They looked good last night. It was a good win for them against a tough Jazz team who came in at a 7-6 and six record. This was a team that got to the second round of the playoffs last year, and they were able to get it done on both ends of the ball. They shot 58% from the field, 43 from deep, and kept the Jazz to just 31% shooting from the field and 17% from three-point range. So they're really getting it done all over the place, and it was a great win for the Mavericks, and they needed it as they're trying to get back up into the Western Conference playoffs hunt. They're still certainly in it, but you want to get to that 500 mark, and now they're just one game away from breaking even and getting to 500. A couple of things that I think the Mavs still need to improve on that I saw throughout the game. Luka needs to get consistent defensively. There were a few times he got beat down on the post, um, specifically against Favors, and this is something we've seen through from him throughout the entire season where he'll have good positioning, his hands straight up, his footwork will be nice, but he'll just get overpowered down low. He needs to add some muscle. This, this offseason will really be the time for him to do it. He's just 19, so he's got some time to fill out, but at 6'7", you know, he's going to get switched on to guys who might like going down in the post, and he has to be able to not just get back down right to the rim. He did have a few uh, good defensive stops. He got a block on favors as well. He's shown that he can play good defense down low. It's just a matter of that consistency and getting some strength to be able to do it more effectively and more consistently throughout the course of a season. Dennis Smith Jr., I feel like, is the one player on offense that's still sort of trying to find his rhythm. Uh, Last night, just seven points, three assists, and four turnovers. He he seems to go from passive to aggressive, back to passive, back to aggressive. His mind and his mentality about the game just seems to be going back and forth all over the place. And he needs to be able to come in and, again, be consistent. I think that's going to be a key word for the Mavericks this season is just finding consistency with their players 
Um, and that's a big problem for any team that has a lot of young guys. But Dennis Smith Jr. really needs to get some consistency. Last night was his 82nd career game. He he didn't play the entire season last year, so now he's officially played one season's worth of NBA basketball. So he is still young. He's still got a lot of time to grow and mature, but that mentality and just being able to stick with it all game. There were times where he'd grab the ball and he would put on a few dribbles and do everything he could to get to the rim. And there were other times where he'd grab the ball and it looked like he wanted nothing to do with it and just try to get it away from himself as long as quick as he possibly could. So I just want to see some more consistency with him and his ability to be aggressive um, or at least be consistent. If he want, he's going to want to get other people involved, then to see that throughout the entire game, he just seems to keep going back and forth, and it makes him look sort of lost out there on the court. Luca um, needs to handle his emotions a little bit. He got called for a technical with about two minutes left in the second quarter. Um, he held some explicitives at the ref after he got called for a travel. He did travel on the replay. It looked like that back foot slid a little bit on the pivot side, and he got called for the travel, and he disagreed, and he immediately threw his arms up and ran down the court and then swore at the ref and got called for the tech, which is going to happen whenever you do that. And this was something we knew would happen uh, when we drafted him. He's had problems. He is a young kid, and we knew that he gets pretty emotional specifically about calls that don't go his way. I think... Since he's so talented and he's so skilled and his basketball IQ is so high that I think it's hard for him to imagine doing like himself doing something wrong, you know? Um, and so I think that'll be something that hopefully we see him uh, grow and mature over time. But, I mean, if this is just something we need to get used to seeing from Luca, then I think the the positives of him outweigh this one negative. Now... While this was a good win for the Mavericks, there were um, some headlines going around the team over the past couple of days that have yet to really be addressed officially by anybody um, head on on the team. Dennis Smith Jr. briefly um, talked about it on Instagram. He put out a post. But DeAndre Jordan is being questioned as a locker room presence. Um, ESPN making the report. And... They the report is that DeAndre Jordan is apparently um, some players in the locker room think he's playing too selfish that he's not playing uh, good enough defense that um, he's just rubbing teammates the wrong way and I'm surprised because um, we've never really heard anything negative about DeAndre Jordan's locker room presence up until this point in LA everything seemed to be fine. Um, this really all started when, um, a couple games ago, he pushed Luca out of the way to grab a rebound and it kind of looked like everybody on the court was pretty, um, you could physically see that they were upset that that had happened. You could see Mark Cuban on the sideline, upset about it. Players on the bench looked sort of confused and Luca walked away, um, pretty upset that he got kind of shoved with a forearm in the head really from DeAndre to grab the rebound. And DeAndre addressed it and said that he just goes for the ball regardless of who's there. He doesn't really pay attention to what players are around him, that if the ball's near him, he's going to go grab the rebound. And Dennis Smith Jr., like I said, posted on Instagram, he said that there isn't any rift in the locker room and that DeAndre's their guy. But 
I don't know. I mean, this is uh, Tim McMahon was the one who made the report. He's been pretty closely tied to the Dallas locker room. Uh, he reported on Monte Ellis um, being outed, and that ended up happening. Um, he's been covering the Mavs for quite some time. He's pretty close with that situation. So I think it's, I believe the report that Tim McMahon's sources did say these things. So it's, um, I'm curious who it is that maybe has a problem with DeAndre in the locker room. Maybe it is Luca, who was the one who said it. I'm not really sure, but this is something that needs to be addressed within the team clubhouse, and they need to, if there is a problem, they need to fix it. And if there isn't a problem, they need to keep it that way and try and figure out a way to um, put this all behind them so people aren't talking about it anymore. You don't want this lingering over the team throughout the course of a season. But I think that DeAndre has been a pretty good addition to the Mavericks on the court, even if defensively he isn't as active as maybe we're accustomed to seeing him. But he's putting up great numbers, about 11 points, 15 rebounds, and 6 assists a game. Um that's pretty impressive for somebody who has not been a focal point of an offense before. I mean, he was really the third option in L.A. throughout his good years there. but And he's never been called on to pass the ball the way he has. And so it's impressive that he's been able to come in this year and sort of change his play style. And excuse me, not six assists. That was over the past week. Um, he's averaging about two and a half on the season, which is still well above his career average. And he's shooting free throws well at 81%. That's really impressive. Um, and he's still getting about a block a game. Uh, but on the career, he's closer around two. So he does need to improve defensively. He was an all-defensive first-team player in 2015 and 2016. So you'd like to think that he could maybe get back to that sort of level of play at some point this season. But um, he is getting older. Uh, You know, this is his 10th year in the league now. And so I think there's just a chance at age 30 that maybe he's not able to defend the rim as well as he used to. But it does look like at times his effort really isn't there on the defensive end. But hopefully that's something that the Mavs can either address and try and put a little spark in him or he'll be able to find his way. It's possible just 14 games into the season that he's still... Um, 13 games, excuse me, um, into the season that he's still just sort of trying to figure his way out here in Dallas. And now, the last thing I want to talk about is Luka and Dennis Smith Jr. as a backcourt combination. Um, Like I said, we're 13 games into this season now. Obviously, still a long way to go, not just in this season, but really to judge the pairing of Luka and Dennis Smith. They still... Got, I mean, this year and at least two other seasons with them if the Mavs don't decide to trade either of them, which I would be very surprised if they do. And so we still got a lot of time to see how it works out, and they've still got a lot of time to improve to get better. But I think I personally want to see Luka become the, the, the main ball handler here in Dallas. I don't know if that necessarily means... You know, I mean, I think you can have the same starting lineup of Dennis Smith, Wesley, Luca, Barnes, and Jordan. But I want Luca with the ball in his hands bringing the ball up the court. It just seems like whenever he's in the center of the offense, something good happens. Or there's the most amount of potential for something good 
happening. Lucas still needs to work on his turnover assist ratio. That's been a problem for him this year. More turnovers than assists per game this season. But a lot of those is are sort of just chemistry issues. A lot of times Luca will be maybe a step ahead of his teammates or he'll be expecting a cut and it doesn't happen. And so I think that's just going to get worked out over time with them all playing together. But the Luca Dennisman Jr. pairing has been, um, I don't think, um, as smooth as Maverick fans would like to see. But I do think that there's still room for them to grow and that throughout the course of this season we're going to see that improve just as they have more time on the court together. But Dennis Smith Jr., I think, um, was was a player that a lot of people are expecting to sort of have a um, he maybe a potential most improved player of the year candidate. And we've actually seen his numbers go down this year um, across the board, both in points or including points, assists, and rebounds. They're all going down. Um, his shot percentage is up from the field and from three-point range and the line, so that's a plus. But he just hasn't been getting as many looks, and I get that they've brought in some new players. you got DeAndre and Luca, who are going to be taking up a lot of those shot attempts. But being your lottery pick from last year, his second year in the league, just 20 years old, a six three-point guard with a... I mean, he's a freak athlete. His vertical, his quickness is really impressive and impressive and something that can be utilized in today's NBA. I would like to see him and Luca getting more um plays run where they're working together. Where maybe it's Dennis with the ball and a pick and roll with Luca or pick and pop with Luca. You know, Luca's six seven, he can set a good size screen and find a way to get in good position. Um maybe it's getting screens for Dennis Smith going backdoor cuts and throwing those lobs to him. I felt like we saw that a lot last season. I don't think that that's been something the Mavs have been working into their offense as much this year. And I think that having DeAndre at the center position sort of affects that. There's less room for people to go inside and operate when you got a guy like DeAndre who really can't get outside of the paint on the offensive end to be effective, at least scoring the basketball. And so I, I think... Watching Luca and Dennis play together is going to be um, an interesting storyline throughout the rest of the season because those two right now are the future of this franchise and they're going to need to learn to play together and play off of each other well if the Mavericks want to have long-term success this season. Now on Saturday, the Golden State Warriors are going to come into Dallas and take on the Mavericks. That'll be a fun game. We'll talk about that next Wednesday when we drop another episode of Victory Ave. But until next time, I want to hear from you guys. Hop on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Give us your thoughts. I want to hear what you think about the Mavs up to this point in the season and what this win against the Jazz means to you. So be sure to hit us up in the comment section, and we'll get back to you. Until next time, this is JD for Victory Ave on my team, my voice.